0: this this fucking thing Uh, i mean hey everyone it's march 23rd 2023 the sharks decided to not show up for a game shocking we'll break down this game and uh keep head scratching right now here on teal town after dark Good evening everyone. It is March 23rd, 2023. The Sharks lay an egg on the Vancouver Canucks by a final score of 7 to 2. Remember there was a time where the Sharks absolutely owned the sh- the living heck out of the Vancouver Canucks. Wait, did I say Vancouver? Did somebody say Vancouver? Thank you. John Shorthouse. Welcome to Teal Town After Dark. This is your live interactive Sharks post game. If you want to be part of the show, here's how you do it. Chat with us and fellow hockey fans all over the world and in Sharks territory on the YouTube page or the app. You can also join us on the Twitch channel right now. We we are on there as well. And hey, you can say hi to us on Twitter as well. So make sure you follow us on the social wherever we are. Hello, everyone, and uh, find everything at tealtownusa.com. Of course, you want to support the pod, you can do so via Venmo at Tealtown USA or hit us up in a YouTube super chat with your comments on tonight's game. Pleased to be joined by Mr. Ian Reed. Ian, hi, bud.
1: Hello, how are you? I am, I am fantastic. Um, uh, yeah, uh, it's uh, it was a game actually you know what I'll, I'll say this though if you wanted a game where you wanted to see some like really pretty goals this was a good game for that um <laughs> a lot of really nice like just shooters goals man um if you wanted to see the Sharks lose uh it was a good game for that as well um and uh, no loser points so my uh my old loser point week prediction is uh is is up in flames which is fine I'm, I'm good with this
0: you, you know, we have our little prediction squad in the Discord, um, and I was very happy up until I always forget that... to do
1: it. Uh, yeah, I know.
0: I, I, I was I was very happy up until with a minute to go when when Dry scores to make it seven to two because I had everything perfect. But no, we the Sharks have to let in a shorthanded goal because they said they don't give a shit. They don't want to be a part of the game. You know who gives a crap oh we let in a uh, uh, God. and they didn't that for a team that had an extra day off they they did not show up at all and why but would I you want up? them to show up like
1: yeah. i mean like i fuck man i barely want to show up i'm, I'm with them <laughs> hey i'm fucking with them at this point no look at all right like I was like, you know, I was on the record being like, oh, man, you, you know, the Barracuda are really fun right now. I'm, I'm really enjoying this. So what happens? I don't know. They're going to get all fucking injured. So they'll get called up. And then they send Eklund down and Eklund gets hurt. We don't know what's going on there. So, I mean, like hockey has given me a big middle finger. I'm here to give it back. <laughs> not only that, I've been sick for two days and I am not a happy camper right now. But, but, but I am here. To entertain the masses, because that is what we do here at Teal Town USA. We entertain the masses. And uh, yeah, so um, that's me. Peace. Yeah, on the bright side, the season is almost over. Oh, God fucking willing. Like, just be fucking April already. So I can watch some playoff hockey and stop talking about this bullshit team.
0: Yeah, it's bad. And, and we'll start with the opening goal uh which was just an absolute beautiful giveaway from Tomas hurdle uh you know getting a couple of comments in the chat johnny morales on youtube and bird 7f91 Hedekin not happy with hurdle tonight on the audio feed and with a damn good reason yeah wasn't that uh... giveaway was awful ian
1: it, it was pretty fucking brutal i'm not gonna lie um I love Tom Don't get me wrong, man. But um, I think it's going to be one of those things that I think Sharks fans are going to talk about for a long time, especially after this season goes. And depending on what happens next season uh, is, you know, why the fuck did we, did we extend Hurdle before putting a new regime in place? I I will never understand the answer to that. And again, I love Tom Walsh Hurdle. I am yeah. happy he's still here because... fuck I'm running out of people to cheer for on this team Um, but yeah I mean it's it's definitely I think it's going to be a a great debate going forward on what the fuck were they thinking extending hurdle uh, without having you know a a game plan in place
0: yeah Uh, and whatever game plan they had just went to the absolute crapper Uh, so hurdle gives it right to JT Miller he fires and scores makes it one nothing. A couple minutes later, Kuzmenko continues his amazing season with a 35th of his season to make it two nothing and like oh yeah what a shit.
1: great signing that was for them. And it just goes to show, right? Like a lot of times a lot of these like KHL SHL shinings kind of go under the radar. Um and look at they don't always work, right? right. Um sometimes you you would hope that they would work out better. Kuzmenko is is obviously an example of why teams roll the dice on these guys. It's that that's the reason. Like thirty five goals, man, serious serious business. Obviously, you know um, the Barracuda tried to do something similar with Jeff Arno, who was the leading scorer in the SHL. That hasn't really worked out for them, but it's it's oh. it's it goes to show why these guys are are so highly coveted. Um, at the end of the season, you'll always, you know, hear, oh yeah, these teams are all interested in signing this guy. And you're like, oh, but, you know, but Kuzmenko's up there in age, I'm sure. Um, and you're going like, why? And then, and this is why.
0: Yeah. Um, (laughs) definitely getting a lot of chatter in here by WJ on YouTube. The difference between a Rick Tockett team and a David Quinn team was on display tonight. Too bad Tockett wasn't the Shark's head coach. Um. (laughs) I don't. You know what though? I'm fine with David Quinn being the
1: coach because, like, again, like whoever whoever the coach is for the team now isn't going to be the coach when this team turns the corner. So I'm fine with that being David Quinn. Uh,
0: Felix Chow music on Twitch. Good to see you, buddy. Uh, Hurdle's been killing me tonight, and really the season he he's had some positives, but I really hope this is only one year of him playing like this. Yeah. And Felix also saying, "Yeah, I think tonight was has shown me that I'm starting to get checked out of the season, especially with everything that's been happening." How
1: how how do you stay checked into the season? Like once the like, I mean, you know, you do you. I and I'm always a big you do you guy, and I understand the other noise around the team right now. Um, that might check a few people. Ah, if you're still checked into this team, like I don't know why. And I, I just you know, love hockey,
0: I, man. <laughs> well,
1: I love hockey too. But you know what? There are thirty-one other teams in this league, and a lot of them are playing better hockey than the Sharks right now. Like that's why I'm waiting for the playoffs, man. Because like at, at that point, like this team is done playing, and the other team that I follow is probably done playing at this rate. Because again, like I think. You look at the Barracuda, and I think, you know, I, I, I watched the I watched the rest of the game today because I wasn't feeling good at all last night. I went to bed after the first trade. I watched the rest of it today. And, you know, I will give them credit again because I thought they, they hung in there with Colorado, a team that is much better than them, um, despite all the subtractions from the lineup. But, like, losing Eklund and, you know, obviously we don't know, you know, uh, we don't know when Gajewicz is going to come back. It doesn't seem like that is as soon as uh, I think we thought was going to be. Um, it's it's getting hard to keep checked in there too, because I feel like, again, like you just keep depleting that lineup and you bring in all these guys on ATOs. And I feel like half of that team is like ATOs right now. And, and it's not just the blue line anymore. Like that forward group has been completely depleted. Jeff Vial, who I can be an incredibly frustrating player, um, you know, uh, didn't make the trip to Colorado. I mean, it's so it's like, but he's, you know, but credit to Jeff yell, like he has scored some, he has scored some big goals for the Barracuda this season. I think he's taken a lot of dumb penalties for them, but he's also scored some really big goals for them. And I can, uh, and I can accept that. And so I don't know, man, it's just like, I mean, it was nice to see Tristan Robbins go off yesterday. Yep. Um, but, and I'm going to spell Tristan one, right. One, one day I, I will get it right. I promise. Um, because I seem to always spell his name wrong on Twitter. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I mean, so like even that is like, you know, I, I I think the Roadrunners are only three points ahead now. But as the injuries pile up, as the call ups continue, like the, the injuries on both fronts pile up, it's uh, I mean, it's it's hard to keep checked in there because they've got a lot of pain in their schedule uh, coming up. Like, I think. Other than the the final two games against the Roadrunners, that schedule is not easy. And the Roadrunners, um, I think their easiest part of their schedule was two games against the rain and they, they only split there. So um yeah, I mean it's not it's not good. A lot of pain for both teams.
0: Yeah, it's not great. Not great. Uh Hurdle would atone for his Horrible giveaway, to the 20th of the season, and thank God for that to make it 2-1. The noteworthy of that besides that uh, hurdle getting his 20th of the year, EK65 gets a point, and Jacob Peterson, who got the call up today, well, he got the call up yesterday, but playing yeah. in his first game with the Sharks, gets his first point in teal. Uh, so congratulations all around. As you can see on the EK100 watch, one point tonight, he's at 88 with 10 to go. Uh, you know, and then unfortunately, the Sharks, again, the 23rd goal allowed by San Jose in the last minute of regulation periods, Dakota Joshua beats the buzzer. I think more than anything, that's probably what killed their killed their uh, their confidence tonight, Ian, because they were they were out shooting Vancouver 118 and kind of hanging in their game despite everything going Vancouver's way early on.
1: Yeah, I mean, late goals like that, like goals at the end of a period are always a gut punch because you don't really have anything to cleanse the palate, right? That's what you go into the locker room with having the like just on your mind, right? Like that goal. Um, I mean, again, like if you like pretty goals, this was a fun game for that because I think there was a lot of really nice snipes and, you know, fancy dancy moves that led to goals. I I, hell of a move. Um, Yeah. Yeah, it was it was annoying. It was annoying for me because I'm watching on the Sportsnet feed and it was like, OK, yes, it's a nice move. But like, where's the clock? <laughs> it took them three replays to actually put the clock on the screen to see if it was actually a goal or not. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, OK, that's like, OK, that's great. But like, where's the fucking clock? Um, <laughs> so uh, that's my uh, that's my Sportsnet rant. Um, yeah, I again. So um but I mean, again, like uh, pretty goal, <laughs> pretty goal yeah. just against the wrong team or the right team. Yeah. I don't know. What's your kink? You tell me.
0: I uh, Yeah. I mean, you, you can't keep doing mm-hmm. this. I mean, it's like first five minutes we were talking about ad nauseum for God knows how many years now, at least five. Uh, yeah. and, and then you have now you can't even finish a period because your head's already headed into the locker room. You know, it, it just continues to get you know, it, it continues to get worse, and mm-hmm. and there's no sight of it getting better. You know, you go on to the final 40 minutes, San Jose gets into penalty trouble, you know, one, two, three, if they take four straight penalties after Amon takes a hooking call like within the first three minutes. Uh, you know, you have LeBanc taking a, the stupidest, the dumbest, stupidest cross-checking call I've seen. What the hell are you thinking, dude? You know, I mean, what time on ice tonight?
1: He's thinking he wants to go back to the press box, but he can't because they're so wounded that there's, you know, they can't send him back to the press box because no. they've like, got so many guys on emergency recalls that they can't they can't scratch him any nose. I don't know, man. Like again, this is and this is why when we were talking about that, I don't remember. Was it last show? Maybe I don't fucking know. Um, we've, I've they blended into they they all they all blur together at this point, all the shows. <laughs> um, where it's like, this is why I'm like, I don't I don't care that LeBanks doing good now because we all know where this fucking leads. Like it's gonna go back to him being in the doghouse. It's like, oh no, we'll keep him for another year, and you know,
0: this They'll time it's gonna be different. Yeah, this time it's gonna
1: be different. My fucking
0: ass. Al Martine, first off, Al, we need to get you on one more time at least. Uh, he's saying Lebanc playing like bank stocks. Well, yeah, yikes. Okay, uh, you know, just ridiculous. You know, it, it, just playing like that is gonna be awful. Puglia also takes an interference call. Uh, it was an it was after that penalty is when Connor Garland scores. You know, where the Sharks have three sh- uh, defensemen out on the ice and can't defend worth crap. Yeah. Makes it 4-1, you know, third period. You know, Peterson takes a penalty. Agazino gets a nice shorthanded goal. Nice shot there to make it 4-2. And, and
1: Yeah, I mean, and, and you know, like, the, these are the things that you get. These are these are the only things that I have left this season, right? Like little moments like that. Like Andrew Agassiz like he's just the consummate professional. You know, he's he's the veteran guy. He's a, he's he's a journeyman at this point. Like, you know, um, he he's a guy who you sign to a two-way contract just in in the off chance you need him. And also, it helps them make more money when they're in the AHL. Like, there's a lot of guys you'd, you'd be surprised how many guys like Agazino are on two-way contracts because that's how you get them onto your farm team. You you sign them to a two-way deal. That way you can pay them a decent amount of money uh, in the AHL, and if they get called up, fantastic. But it's not you know it's not expected. But to have a guy like Agazino come up who's been just nothing but The consummate professional, you're, you know, he's done, um, you know, I think he's he's held that Barracuda team together. It's look at the Barracudas' youngest team in the AHL, Um, and I think that he's, you know, I think he's done a good job down there, um, helping, you know, he's he's carried a lot of the offensive load. Uh, He was, oh, he was, you know, it's unfortunate, I think, because like he's if he doesn't end up going back down, like he had a chance to break um, both the points and goal records for the Barracuda this year. And I think he's done a good job of, you know um, obviously want to see a little bit more from a lot of the first year guys, but you know, a lot of people I think forget that they're first year guys. And I think that um, when we were excited about the season, I think we maybe expected a little too much of a lot of guys playing their first year of pro hockey uh, in hindsight, but Andrea Gazzino was a guy who could come in there and kind of shoulder some of that load, and I think he's done. He's done a really good job. So to have him come up on this call up, um, be rewarded for his play uh, on the AHL squad, and you know to end up getting a goal like that, I think that's that's great because um, those are those are the only le- things left to warm my cold robot heart at this <laughs> point in the fucking season.
0: Uh, well. Let me freeze it a little bit with this comment from Hot Wheels 84 on YouTube. And it's one thing that we kind of glossed over a little bit with the recap. The Sharks had the Canucks line out there for over two minutes, and yet it's the Sharks that looked gas and were standing around still trying to move the puck. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was a great sequence by the Sharks. They They couldn't get the damn puck on the net. Or get, get it on the goal, for that matter. It's just, it's like, come on, guys. You, you literally had them pinned in your own zone, absolutely owned, and you can't do shit. I mean, the last 40 minutes, Ian, eight shots on goal total. Yeah, man, I don't care. Like, again, like, I
1: don't, you want me to fucking get angry that the team sucks? No, we want them to suck. Like, this is what we want. We want them to lose big games and lose them bigly. Like, what, are, what am I supposed to get? I'm, I'm, you want me to come on here and get upset about that? I'm going to get fucking angry about well, this. Don't I don't give it, a babe. shit. I, so fuck, I don't give a shit anymore. Like, the, I am here because I made a commitment to be here. I like, I, I am. I, I don't know what you want me to tell you at this point. Like, I'm not going to get mad. The shots. I'm, I'm glad they sucked. I hope they suck the rest of the season. I want these games to end so I don't have to watch this fucking team anymore. Would this team still suck if Joe Pavelski was here? Yeah, I think, they, I think yeah. they would. I don't think Joe Pavelski... I love Joe Pavelski, but I fucking hate the legend of Joe Pavelski. Like, I think the legend of Joe Pavelski in this fan base is fucking retarded. And I shouldn't use that word. But I did. So, apologies. But it's it's fucking dumb. And you can all send me your fucking hate mail about it. And I'm sure that there will be a rebuttal to that on the Just I don't care. This team is not one player away from being great. Even the almighty fucking Joe Pavelski. Give me a fucking break.
0: No, but my point is, is that there are guys that are going to be here next year that should be playing better, especially Tomáš Hurdle. You know, it's yeah. like, it's like, yeah, your big money guy should be your big money guys. hundred percent. Yeah. And, and yes. you know. <laughs> AJ, I feel seen. As well you should. Foreseen, literally. Um, so Vancouver would add on two goals in about a minute. 18, put Colson and, and then Quinn Hughes from the point. And then, of course, Dries would get a shorthanded goal under a minute ago. So 24 goals allowed in regulation in the last minute. So... uh Jesus. 7-2 uh, the final... Uh, Reimer, fourteen saves on twenty-one shots. Yeah, great job out there, buddy.
1: I mean, it's only a, it's it's really if you want to get really technical, that that save percentage is is a six-six-six repeating. But obviously, you got to round up, so it's a six-six-seven. But we all know what that save really is. I don't know, Mister Reimer. Can can you have that save percentage? And is that
0: very holy of you? I
1: I don't know, man.
0: Mm. It's like you need the stalls to play with him or, or something. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> let's. I, I'm gonna get all kinds of shit for this, Joe. I don't care. Yeah. Uh it's fine. Ten games ago, I'm sure nobody's watching it. No, okay. That's a quote from Major League. Uh comments from the uh, locker room. 10 games left. We can't finish like that. We're taking too many penalties every game. We have guys just sitting on the bench with us playing so much on the PK. Yeah. And maybe not turn the puck over and give it away so much. Tomas. Your head's been out of your butt all year. Agazino. I've continued to get better as the season went on. My game is at the the best it's been all year.
1: (laughs) Hurdle signed up for this shit. He sure did. Um, Yeah, look, I mean, obviously, um, look at when you uh, the Sharks are getting a lot of penalties. I don't know. I mean, when you call up half the Barracuda team, what do you expect to happen?
0: I'm not surprised. And the funny thing is, is that it's more so been signings that Greer's done. You know, Peterson, Agazino. Well, I mean, that was a trade. I mean, Cow. Yeah. You, you, can't you, tell, you can't tell me that Bortolo's sitting in Colorado or, well, they already left <sighs> Loveland, but, you know, is thinking, what the hell do I do to get a call up? And granted, well, he know he knows what's sh- going on, yeah, but, I but mean, at the same been... time, he's got to be frustrated by Sure, by he's, he's frustrated, good. but he's been
1: ice fucking cold, too, like the guys that have been called up have been producing like, and look at, I am a big defender of, of, Toma, of Thomas Bortolo. Um, And I think, you know, it's unfortunate because I, as I've said on previous shows, like, you know, he was one of the best barracuda players for most of the year. And just, unfortunately he's gone ice cold when all the call-ups started, mm-hmm. but like coat, I don't really, I don't have any issue with coat coming up because obviously coat is a guy who is not a first, like he is not like, people have to remember that a lot of these guys that they mention are all first year pros. Okay. So obviously guys that are, you know, a little bit ahead or in this case, or in the case of Agazino, has just performed well for the team all year. And he, he kind of gets a reward <laughs> and I, I'm fine with that. Look again, I think Andrew Agazino getting a goal tonight. That's fucking awesome. Awesome, Man, like, it's, it's super awesome. Um, but, like, I don't know, man. Like, I, I love Thomas Bordelon. and I think he should get a chance. But I don't – like, a guy like Kaut coming up, like, he's he's a third-year pro. He has NHL experience. Like, I don't have an issue with him coming up. It's the – you know, if it's obviously you now different position. But, like, the Derek Pouliot's of the world. You know, Agazino, again, nice story. But, again, right. like, Agazino isn't the future of this team. He's a 32-year-old journeyman. Right? like oh, that makes sense. Of
0: course.
1: So, I mean, like, I, I can understand taking exception there. But at the end of the day, like, I think what a lot of people, a lot of people need to pump the brakes on all this. Oh, my God. All these guys are just going to want the fuck out. No, man. They're first year pros. They're going to fucking smile and nod and do what they're fucking told. That's that's the reality of the situation. Like, they're not. Yeah. Do you think Eklund's pissed off that he had to get sent back to the Barracuda? Of course he is. But. You know, and obviously the Sharks are going to spin some bullshit about it, which no one buys. That No one takes any of the shit at face value. If you're okay. taking anything this fucking team says at face value, you're the idiot. It's not the Sharks. You're the idiot for taking it at face value. There's nothing like... Uh, I don't fucking know, man. No, uh, Thomas Bartolo does not have any slide potential. He he's His contract is ticking away whether he plays or not. Uh, there's no slide... Uh, with Thomas Borlo because of the because he is a college free agent and when he signed there's there's no slide for Thomas Borlo he his contract is sticking.
0: Gotcha. And AJ also saying Peterson staying up for the final nine since he has to clear waivers now to get sent down.
1: I mean he could, but I'm. I mean, Maybe. I don't know.
0: He's on an he's
1: on an emergency loan. So I don't like Cap Friendly has him as an emergency loan. So I'm not sure. I've I've kind of found conflicting rules as far as emergency loans go. I don't think he technically I don't think he should be an emergency loan, but I don't know. He's technically on an emergency loan, according to Cap Friendly, who generally have their shit more right than i do so i'm not gonna i'm not going to go and be like well cap friendly is wrong clearly um (laughs) i'm assuming he's on an emergency loan so i feel like they could send him back down as soon as they that the emergency loan the way that works is as soon as they have enough healthy bodies like then people have to go back down so we'll
0: see yeah it'll be interesting to see what goes on there but yeah i mean Honestly, I don't think it's going to hurt if he just sits in the press box for the final 9-10. I teams. barely
1: could need all the fucking help they can get at this point, man. Like, if, if they can get reinforcements <laughs> to that team, they desperately need it. Because, again, you've pretty much pillaged that roster. In, and, again, look at I all know, of the... i going to be here like, oh... <laughs> I mean, they are, but I understand the business of it so i'm not going to be you know i'm like an idiot about it
0: yeah ah so with that the sharks lose seven to two they have 10 games left thank god Uh, thank fucking god and they're at 53 points which means a maximum of 73 which means 16 15 14 13 12 11 meaning they cannot finish now i believe 11th in the uh, in the uh, Western Conference standings, so Yay us. in the countdown to Bedard on there, uh, we might as well get it out of the way now. Let's let's do our our post game tankathon, shall we? We'll do the five times. As I, we I need
1: I need the I need the the clip of. The wedding singer's like, somebody kill me. <laughs> That's what <all> I need. <laughs> uh, just every, time, every time someone asks me a question, just play that clip. Somebody kill me.
0: <laughs> all right. Let's do this here. Come on. Big bucks. No whammies. Hey, you get to see my, my notes for some reason. All right. Come on. Let's you make it notes. happen. It's amazing. I know, right? I come prepared. Oh, that's terrific. Anaheim Montreal. That's phenomenal. <laughs>
1: that's nightmare. That Imagine just... having Connor Bernard and fucking Connor just, just fold the team. Right?
0: Fold them. Uh oh, now Detroit gets number one pick while while <laughs> we'll end up getting Fantilli. That's fine. I'm deal. I'm fine with that. Maybe we can talk to them about getting the Michigan guy first overall. I don't know. We'll we'll throw in Eric Carlson, I guess. Uh, <laughs> Montreal gets it, and San Jose stays at number two. All right, number four. Come on, baby. Come on. Come on. Give me give me some good luck. Oh, Buffalo moves up. Yeah, great. That's terrific. We go to number three. All right. One more time. One yep. more time. Come on!
1: Somebody kill me!
0: <laughs> St. Louis moves up, San Jose moves down. Oh, that's terrific! Yay! Uh, Randy, uh, yes, we saw you in the. Uh, saw you uh, getting some love on the camera, tonight. So uh, appreciate it. Good to see you, man. On there. Uh, but now the question is. Magnus Crona is his season's done with yep. defending champion Denver out, uh, losing to Colgate two nothing. Um, tough way to go. No offense for Denver, uh, the defense didn't help him out either way. So, yeah, this is actually to me this is fascinating
1: because I'm curious to see if he is a guy who signs. I I, I don't know where he fits right now. Yeah. Um again look at the sharks uh have i just a glut of goalies in their in their pipeline right now. Um obviously with Macinemi being injured maybe they they bring him up and give him a couple of games with the coup. I I'm not sure though like I just I'm fascinated to see if this is a guy that the sharks lock up or is this something that we're going to be talking about uh in the middle of the summer being like oh maybe he's going to test free agency on the 15th. I I I'm curious to see what the sharks think there. Um I cuz I have no idea. Like I think I think this is one of the the few actual genuinely interesting things about this team um going forward. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, uh, how was MacMahon? Nice. Um Okay, so um he got a point, right? Yeah, he did. He got a point. I've I I have liked like there's I don't think his game is is amazing, um, but I have liked what I've seen. It's hard, right? Because I'm trying to be, you want to be fair, right? This is a totally, you know, you go from playing over in the KHL, you come to the smaller ice, different teammates, different systems. Um, so things that I have liked, I've liked the fact that he generally seems to think the game at a decent level. I feel like every time he he has the puck. He knows what he wants to do with. Like, there's no hesitation. I don't find he hesitates very often um, when he wants to make a play. Generally, has he's generally plays the game at a at a pretty quick level. Um, I've liked a lot of his first pass. Like, I feel like he has a a strong first pass game. Uh, I have seen some people that don't like it as much, but I don't know if that's so much him or just the people he's playing with. Um, I think he has. He, I think his defensive game is okay. He has okay gap control. Um I I've I've liked so far. Um but again, it's it's hard. Like I I want to see more games. It's not a lot. Like what I've seen so far, there's things that I definitely like. There's a few things I don't like, but for the most part, there's there's things that I've liked about his game so far. I'm looking forward to seeing more, though, obviously, so I can develop more of an opinion other than just like a two-game sample size. Um and it's hard right because again this is supposed to be the centerpiece that we got back for timo meyer right. and i think that i think that you know obviously that's going to jade a lot of people maybe a little bit unfairly right and i'm trying not to let that jade my opinion so yeah, I mean, I there, there's been things that I've liked so far. I want to see more. Obviously, it's it's too early to be like, oh man, what a home run for Mike Greer. Like, I just you know, but there there have been things that I've liked about his game so far. I'm curious to see um, what other people said. I know, I I know the um, top down hockey Keegan McNally. He's uh, has a thing coming up where he's going to do a breakdown. I'm really looking forward to seeing that because Keegan's generally stuffs on point. So.
0: Should be interesting. And again, yeah, it's two games in against the same opponent. It'll be interesting to see how it all shakes out because it's yeah. going to be really interesting. Uh, and, you know, they this team needs something to, to get going here and they get some reinforcements. Let's hope, uh, you know maybe some early jitters and especially coming all the way from Russia. Yeah, I mean there, there's a lot too. of
1: there's a lot of big change there, right? Like obviously you're you're playing you want you went for playing a different in a different situation. I mean there's new teammates that you're trying to get used to. Plus again, like this roster is so gutted at this point right. that it's hard to you know it's this isn't even a, a barracuda team especially if William ecklin's out for any period of time like this barracuda team is pretty fucking oof at this point. Yeah. So you know I like like I you want like it's like oh god I hope this Jeffy L injury isn't too long and like that's you never want to say that. No. No. <laughs> but that's where we're at. So um yeah it's 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 really hard to it's hard to give it a, a, a real concise. Like this is what this guy is at this point. I, I want to see more game. I, so far, I've I, I like. I mean, again, I maybe I'm easy to please at this point because I want to. Because I, I I you know I was excited about this this run, and then obviously the minute that things started getting interesting, more guys get called up, and it all goes to hell.
0: Of course, you know it. It just seems like. When you can get nice things, then another thing breaks, or another thing... Gets yeah. Or they just fall apart. Uh, speaking of which, uh, David Quinn. When you make so many changes, it's not the fall of new players. They're getting accustomed to how we play. We have to finish on a strong note. Uh, we anticipate Benning being ready for Saturday. I like Agazino's game tonight. Lots of smarts and compete. Uh... We're flat footed oh. outside the dots. The end of periods is killing us. This is gonna this is gonna stop. Maybe not this season, but it's gotta stop. Uh, I eventually, right? Like you would hope. This is going on what four or five years? It's, it's I don't know. It's not working together. You know? Uh and finally there's no excuse for these turnovers. It's like we have to go back to training camp one more time. It's been a problem for us all year long. Yeah. Um would Dustin Wolf ever be a possibility? The thing is, like, I would
1: love for the Sharks to go and, and take a big swing and and bring in Dustin Wolf. Because I think that other than winning a Calder Cup, like, he's done everything he can at the HL level. I think he's a guy who should be in the NHL. Especially when you look at how shit Markstrom's been in Calgary. Um, the problem is, is I feel like... I just wonder what the price would be, because I think if you made Dustin Wolf available, I don't think the Sharks are going to be the only suitor in that. And I think that drives the price up incredibly high for for goalies that generally don't do much for trade value. um, I think if Dustin Wolf came available, there would be a lot of teams um, that would come sniffing around that. And I I wonder what that bidding war looks like, because I think Dustin Wolf's a legit guy who should be in the NHL.
0: Uh, to answer the, your question earlier, WJ Sharks could have then offered McFarland president of ops position to make it a promotional position as well. That would have allowed McFarland to leave. Uh, the Avalanche said no. Uh, yeah, I, denied I, him. I think him, the Sharks and Anaheim were looking at McFarland,
1: right? I think they. I, yeah, and I, my understanding was Calgary where Calgary, Colorado was just like no, no. Yeah. No, 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 you can't have him. And then uh, I, I, you know, it's one of those things where sometimes, you know, you don't get the, the guy you want. I, I still think like, I don't know, this team, I mean, they interviewed a lot of people um, just because Colorado lets you interview him doesn't mean that he, he comes. Maybe also Plotner doesn't like what he has to say. I don't know. Yeah, I,
0: I don't know. It's just like, what next?
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, and, and fifth saying Wolf isn't realistic. Swayman's realistic. Yeah, I mean, Swayman's a guy that also I would sniff around in the offseason. I think a lot of, but again, I think, again, there's a situation where a lot of teams are going to sniff around uh, a guy like if, if Swayman becomes available, I think a lot of guys are going to sniff around that. And I, again, like I just, there's, when you have goalies like that come up, I think, the bidding war might. I'm just worried that what what the sharks have to give up in that situation, because I don't know if uh, I don't know if you get Swayman in here. Like, is this still a? Is this does this make that team that much better? I don't know if they're a goalie away. I don't
0: know. Maybe would you potentially give the Devils' pick to them, to the Bruins for him?
1: For Swayman, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I've, I have no problem with that. I just wonder if that's enough. If given like i said other teams are definitely going to sniff around that too
0: yeah and it's going to be a hard look to look at all the goaltending depth that we have going on so we'll see you know uh it'll remain to be seen on that you gotta think kakinen's gonna go saturday afternoon probably calgary um which is too Um, bad i would have loved kadri talking to reimer on the ice
1: yeah, Ricky. Ricky saying like we aren't buyers. Why even entertain the idea we are? I think for a goalie though, I think like especially a goalie that you think can, you know, that will be the guy. Um, goalie is such a weird thing, right? Like I don't think the Sharks right now have a guy who I think is the guy. Like I, I, I just I don't see anything in the system where I think, oh yeah, that, that guy. guy is the guy when this is over. If a guy likes wayman or dustin wolf became available like that settles that piece like yeah you're gonna you're not gonna turn around and and start winning because they're there but they will be in place when you get all the other pieces in place i think goalies are a tricky thing to solidify especially when you're you know like you get a lot like you get sometimes you can you can grab a goalie in free agency um that you know maybe has a hot year or whatever but i think if you can put that kind of foundational piece in place i think it's something the shark should do depending on how again how long is this going to wait to turn around
0: right I don't know. yeah the swayman is an rfa arbitration eligible uh so that'll be interesting to see how that goes It'd be nice to get him, but yeah you know, ugh, i don't know <laughs> Uh, Ricky mentioned if we sign Krona, it's man Krona on the Kudik, Kakinen and Makiniemi on the Sharks.
1: Maybe, but that doesn't super excite me. Like, I like Yemi I think he's great, but he's been good. I don't think he's great. I think he's been good, but I don't, I and Yemi goaltending. I mean, I, me and AJ have a have a bet about being worse next year. And I think if that's your goaltending tandem, I think we're worse next year. So go Sharks. Yeah. Um, I, you know, so I can send, uh, I don't have to send uh, AJ my 685 Canadian or whatever it is that we <laughs> determined it
0: was. It's 685 Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Can we get worse? Oh, man. That scares me if that's the case. I don't know how worse this can get. Oh, man. Well. And on that note, in case you missed anything or you want to watch this again, check us out on tealtownusa.com or your favorite podcatcher, whether it's Apple, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Spotify, SoundCloud, Odyssey, now on Amazon Music. Make sure you check us out over there. Of course, if you're on YouTube right now, make sure you hit that like button, comment away, and don't forget to notify get that notification bell and you subscribe. That'll let you know when we do go on next. And of course, next game, Mr. Reed, will be Saturday afternoon when it's Nazem Kadri and the Calgary Flames taking sadly on Capo Kakanin, most likely, and the San Jose Sharks. As the Sharks have now lost 13 of their last 14 games. How the hell did we win Winnipeg, peg, my friend? <laughs> oh man you know Bleah. i don't know man that that's 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 how we feel about the sharks and that's quite honestly how ian feels right now so i am
1: oh my god <laughs> do i ever can can, um, we,
0: can we get some stick taps in the chat for ian for sticking through this at 121 in the morning when he should be sleeping poor guy is it needs to do some snot rockets and you know,
1: oh my god, I just need the uh, I just think the cold medicine's kicking in finally, so now I'm gonna go to
0: sleep. Good, good, good. Um, <laughs> Dana, somebody uh, kill me. <laughs> I would like to have non homophobic goaltending though. Oh, jeez, I am too tired like to get into that, that, that again. again. Yeah, uh, thank you for that. He's at Ian blocks, Hockey. I'm at PuckGuy14 on the Twitter and the Instagram. We will be back with you following Sharks and Flames. It is a 1 p.m. Pacific start, uh, so be on the lookout for that. We should be on around 3.30. We, uh, I think I'm the only one doing it right now. So uh, uh, It's we'll a see. 1 p.m. game. I can probably fucking do it. Who am uh, I will you get some rest, too, though, in between? Oh, yeah, no. but it's, it's, it's an
1: early game. I mean, I have to work that a morning, but if it's a 1 o'clock start, it's 4 o'clock my time. Oh, yeah, I can do it. Fuck
0: it. Fuck it. We're doing it live. Oh, boy. Me and Ian, three in a row. Let's go. Jesus. All right. There isn't a CUDA game that weekend, is there?
1: I don't know. I don't even care anymore. I hate everyone. <laughs> I hate everything. <laughs> everything is conspiring to make me miserable.
0: Yeah. Wow. Uh, the Kuda play at 6 p.m. on Saturday against the Bakersfield Condor as well. Oh boy, <laughs> Ian's like, whatever, I'm used to it now. Whatever. All right, for Ian, I am Eric. Thanks for watching again. Saturday afternoon following Sharks and Flames will be on for another After Dark. And until then, keep it real, keep it teal, keep it real, teal. And did somebody say Vancouver? Did somebody stay? Vancouver.